For more information on this topic or on the subject of disciple making in general, look us up online at browndegreen.org or send us an email directly at podcast at browndegreen.org. Thanks for listening. You are now listening to The Great Awakening, a disciple making podcast brought to you by Brown to Green. And now for your host, Michael Ferris, Travis Evans, and Stanton Cole. Thank you for listening to the Great Awakening Podcast. We're going to pick up where we left off last time with the rest of Travis and Lori's story. I was having a conversation with Kelly Guyton, and I don't exactly remember what it was or how I got there. And then at some point I was turned around backwards facing the, the rest of the people in the back. And then, I don't know, I just remember Chris Moik saying, um, so Lori, have you made Jesus Lord of your life? And I'm like, uh, no. And he goes, you know how to do that? Yep. He goes, let's hear it. And so I said, I confess out of my mouth that Jesus Lord, Jesus Christ is my Savior and Lord, and that he died for my sins. And then like my face was on fire, like I was burning, and the whole van erupts, and it's embarrassing for me <laughs> to, <laughs> to hear everyone cheering me on. Like, even though they're not cheering me on, like, like they're cheering the Holy Spirit, but but it just felt, it was insane. But that whole, that whole trip, and that was the culmination of it. Like it, it transformed me. It, it, it allowed me to continue my, um, my life with Travis and it, it transformed me in a way where no longer was it Travis seeking the Lord and me trying to figure out where I fit. It was Travis and Lori seeking the Lord Come together on. in unity. And now we had one goal, yeah. whereas before his goal was to serve the Lord. And my goal was to try to figure out how to get Travis to love me more. Come on. And, and in doing that, like in trans changing my mind, loving the Lord, um, laying down my life and submitting to, to Jesus as my Lord, that it, it, it results in like, it's like the defaults to now Travis loves me more. Oh, come on. Like not be mm-hmm. like not that he didn't already love me, but the love is different when we're both seeking the Lord together as yeah. opposed to one of us seeking the Lord and the other one seeking to just be loved. Oh. It's crazy. It is crazy. And so like I'm and just because you you're talking about the confession of the Lord with your mouth, right? So Romans ten, nine through ten, right. because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Yeah. Right. And so it's a, it's this awesome picture. Like, I don't know if like there are those out there listening, but then there's this triangle, it's called the marriage triangle. And so what it is yeah. like, it, it's on one end of the, of the bottom part of the triangle, the bottom portion on one corner is him. And the other corner is her. And the top of the triangle is, is the Lord. Yeah. I mean, what's cool is in this picture, like the further you are from the Lord, the further you are from each other, but the closer you are to the Lord, like you begin to move up the triangle. Like if you pit Jesus first, you begin to move up this triangle, the closer the Lord brings you together. Yeah. That's right. That's true. So your wife just confessed to Jesus Lord in the van. Yeah. Right? Like what is like what is like did you know that she was struggling with some of these struggles at the time? Was that something like were you kind of picking up on some things or was like Oh, he was. He yeah. was like, I, yeah. like he made me mad a lot of mornings because he would be like you need to sit down and abide. Mm. So what yeah. like she confesses Jesus Lord, so what's like what's going on with in your head at that moment? Like what are Oh, I'm rejoicing, right? Like Come on. We're, we're rejoicing in that. But like to, just to back up a little bit, like we talked about this a little bit today, Michael, that um like my like my gifting is is that um like I'm I'm more wired as an evangelist apostle and 
And so like, I, I use a lot of words. And so, um, like in my way of, of, of running our household would always been kind of lording it over, them, you know, and I think Lori can attest to that, you know? And so then as I'm, I'm, I'm new into this growing up in the faith and I'm, I got all these new tools and I'm, I'm figuring out what the word really says. And like the Lord's revealing these things to me. I'm like, you have to have this. And so like, I'm trying to force people, right? <laughs> and I'm like, like, you have to abide. Like, she's like, what? I don't even know what you mean. And I'm like, well, just do it. Like, you don't have to know what, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm literally trying to force Peter. And, and we know now, like, as, as we're walking in more maturity, like, you can't force anybody um, to, like, you can't drag anybody kicking and screaming to Jesus, right? Like, they, like, the Lord has to reveal these things. Like, the Spirit has to, um, has to open up these moments of, of, of kingdom breaking through. Like, that happens by the Spirit. Like, none of us does that, right? Like, only the Spirit convicts the heart. And, like, then we get an opportunity to, to wash it in the word like when that moment happens but like i'm trying to force the moment because like i thought that was what i was supposed to do and the more he would do that um the more it became about him and pleasing him instead of doing what i was supposed to do um because the lord asked me to and and I, it it causes this rebellion like i i'm like i don't i don't want to do that every day i don't want to be like you i don't want to do it like you do like it, like a little kid it's ridiculous but but it was, and he he seriously would ask me, "What did you read today?" And what did what did the Lord say to you? <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. and I, and and I didn't know any of that language, you know. I I didn't I didn't. I'm like, why do you keep asking me? Like, what, that's between me and the Lord. Like, I I get to have that relationship on my own. I don't have to dig, like I don't have to narrate everything that I read to you. Like that, no, I never gave him that permission, you know. And um, so and then one day it stopped. Like he just quit. Yeah. And that was before I we went to Nashville. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys know, like, you know, a picture of this. It's like, there's this place where you go like, oh, it, like, I, so I trust you enough, Lord, that like, like, if you say, if you are who you say you are, and I believe this in my soul, then like, like, she's your daughter before she's my wife. And I remember so, that. Yeah. It, 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 I'm certain it was a Kairos moment for me. Like, we got, yeah. we know this, right? Like, like, it wasn't an easy thing to do, but like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably got. I probably got ninja circled or I got, I got, I got circled in that. <laughs> and I had to come to that conclusion. Like, like if I, yeah. like if I'm, if I truly say that he is who he says he is, then I have to believe that like, that like he has my wife, like he, she's his daughter first. Like he has her best interest at heart. Like I, there's no way I can love her more than he does. And yeah. so like, I have to give her to him. And, and in that, like there's a shift, there's a shift in the way I handle things, which allowed her to freedom to like, seek the Lord in, in, in her own accord and get a personal I think that's where it is. It's the, it's the freedom. That I'm like, now I don't have to, I don't have to do it for him. I don't have to, like, it's, um, it's my own decision to do it. And, and yeah. I mean, as I know, no, like it has to be my own decision. Otherwise, otherwise it didn't work. Yeah. And you can't seek the Lord to make someone else happy. Yeah. I mean, you can try, but it's going to be completely ineffective. It's caught, not taught. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, that's, I mean, you know, that's, like to speak into the listeners like like if you have a, a spouse or, a, or a, a son or a daughter like somebody that you care about like you want to see them come to the lord like you can you can fight for them in prayer and petition right but like like the lord the spirit is the one that has to move that has to open their heart and has to reveal those things to them like we can't do that right so like it was not like we were not called to do that part right and so like as you lay it down and you give them to the lord like like the lord will move in relationship like in his time that's what he did right so 
It's also pretty similar to addiction um, because I don't know how many times Travis tried to to quit before, mm. um, but a lot of times the addict gets tired of the caretaker like beating on him over the time like like you got to stop this you got to stop this you got to stop this and it's always it always becomes about them trying to do what they try to quit for the person that's on them all the time instead of changing their own mind and doing it for themselves which is where travis ended up he's like it was it was all on him like it had nothing and like i don't even remember that he told me that he was going to quit until like two days before you know it was it wasn't this big plan like you know when you go on a diet you're like on you know the first of next month i'm gonna start i'm gonna do this he did he didn't do that um he just told me like a day or two before like i'm gonna i'm gonna quit and um because he had he had made the decision like he's the one that changed his own mind and um he wasn't doing it for anyone else other than he was doing it because the lord told him to yeah I love that. Man, we, we progress. We find ourselves in a season of yeah. being released from Chris Moik's, right? Yeah. And he's like, man, like, you follow me as I imitate Christ right now. Like, man, like, you go invite men into your life, right? Yeah, yeah. Travis, you begin to start, like, you, the Lord begins to bring you people of peace. Yeah, and so, like, the, like the cool thing was, and, and, like, this was the grace of the Lord to Lori and I, is that, like, he, he brought her to that place of lordship before I started, um, you know, before I got released and to build a group. So November, you know, she comes, she makes Jesus Lord. Then we get released in early, and that's November of 17, early 18, we get released. Um, I'm, I'm looking for people at peace. The Lord forms a, a group of men around me. And, uh, and then Lori steps in as, you know, as my helpmate and that like really shares in that burden of what it looks like, because like you guys know, like there's a cost to this making disciples thing. Like it's real, it's real for the family. Like you got to block out of time. Like our house was, you know, on Tuesday nights is blocked out for the, for the, me and the guys. And like Lori made dinner, she got it already. Her and the kids scattered and went and did what they did so that like we could, like we could, I could be intentional that with that time with the men. And so it, it cost her something. It cost my kids something like it was real. And so thankfully, like she had, she had come to that place where like she understood that, that like, that it was worth this cost that, you know, and, um, and so 2018, early 2018, like I get a group of men around me. One of them's Justin, who I think we'll hear from probably later. Um, but like, uh, like it, it, it was cool to see this start forming out. Right. And like, as the, as the Lord can do sometimes, like, um, I'd come from a place of where, like you guys have probably heard me say, and anybody that's heard me talk from stage has heard me say that, like, when the word talks about weeping and gnashing of teeth, like I have a picture for that. Like I was in a place of darkness. Like I was in a in the pit, and so like I have this really clear picture of that. Like I, I I'm not the kind of guy like when Paul says like like that he was the chief sinner. Like like that's me, you know. And so like the gospel, like the Lord had enough mercy to come track me down. Like His Hesed love tracked me down even when I was running from Him. And um and so like as the Lord formed a group of men around me, He formed some men that were in the same kind of place. Right. And, uh, and, and I would, I'm uniquely equipped to walk with them. Right. Yeah. And so, and so we've seen that the gospel start playing out in that. You know, and we men around our table and, and Lori with, um, you know, pouring into some wives that, um, that are dealing with these men that are walking through same things that I've walked through, you know, like we don't walk out of experience. Right. But like, like we're talking about like experience with the Lord, like in, in, 
um, in unison with the Lord and the spirit led to, to walk through some tough things. And like she had, she had good things to speak life into these people, these ladies into that time. And so like there was, there was some significant stuff happening in the beginning of 2018 around us. And like the Lord starts changing that stuff. Like it, it was slow. Like, um, like I had done a lot of damage with my words and my actions in my house. You know, my, my boys at 18 were what? 17 and, and 19 and um the girls were 12 and 13 i think or something like that and and uh and so like there's it takes time to earn that trust back you know yeah it wasn't an all at once it wasn't like a light like like for me like like when you talk about like taking that heart of stone and giving me a heart of flesh and like i'm like i'm a new creation and they're like well let's give it some. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not <laughs> like your, your words still don't carry weight with us yeah yeah <laughs> you know and so, um, so like we like it's been a process, right? There's it's been progression, but like, like we've we've seen the Lord um, be faithful, and every time that we lay things down to Him, like He He continues to go before us, and He's ordained these steps. And so, like we've seen, we've seen the girls make Jesus Lord. We've seen Tucker. We've just seen move the whole house. Yeah, it's cool because I got to see your words be heavy in Tucker's ears today. Yeah, <laughs> good, good, right? And so, like, yeah. Um. So then, what? Look, all of uh so i'm walking with a group of men um 18 all of 19 um fall of 2018 was it fall of 2018 you got invited in by kelly Gatton? yes yeah yeah and so fall of 19 Lori gets uh like in, fall of 18 i mean fall of 18 and and like speaking to that just a little bit because i think it's really um it's really significant and it's good for um for spouses and and for even for for people that are a part of a body when uh, when disciple making starts to take off like it's um like it it can seem clicky right like we've all talked about this and heard this and so like um like it because it is high invite high challenge and because it is is one-on-one relationship building and because it is in small uh small uh, groups of people like jesus made disciples like when he like when he walked with the 12 and like like so it's it's it, it has to be done slow like we heard somebody say today, like it's it's the race of the tortoise, not of the hare, right? Like it's it's a slow moving a slow moving process. And so, like there was like there was a group of women here at Hera Church. You know, we're we're a body of three three hundred something like that, right? And so like there was one lady who came in, Rachel Moix, that came in in twenty seventeen to start making disciples. And so like out of a body of you know however many hundred hundred fifty women, like. Uh, you know, six or eight got invited into that first group. Same thing with us on the men's side, right? And so, like, Lori wasn't in that group, and right. then, and then, like, and and at first, it, it kind of bothered me. And I think looking back, there were a couple of reasons. One is I'm like, well, my husband was worthy enough to be invited in. What's wrong with me? Like, like I had this this vision or this this belief that I had the same status as my husband just by being his wife. Um, and then another, like another thing, like I, I wasn't really social. I would, I came in, sat down. Travis was social. I just followed him around and, you know, I, I didn't ma- I didn't build relationships on my own, but it, it really bothered me for a while that like, why was I, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? I've been here for seven years or six years or however, however long. And then I'd see these other women that they're new. Like this, this girl just started a church here six months ago or like 12 months ago. Like what, what makes them so much more special than me? And so that was really, really hard. 
And then the Lord kind of showed me, he's like, you're not ready to lay your life down. You, you're like, you're not ready to give up the things you have to give up to do that. So it's not your time. It's not, it's not your time. Your heart isn't where it needs to be. And, um, and that kind of, that kind of made me feel a little better where, you know, um, I don't know, but then, then I was invited in and funny thing, because I kind of had a feeling that Kelly, like I kind of knew the process, like you invite someone to lunch or you invite someone to coffee and you have a conversation with them. And so Kelly texted me and she's like, Hey, can you meet me for breakfast at seven o'clock at the blue rooster? And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) oh and so i said yeah and then i start going through i'm like okay i'm just gonna tell her no because she's single never been married at that point um she had two foster kids but didn't have kids of her kids of her own i'm like she doesn't she's not even a mom because she like she can't disciple me she's not married she's not a mom she's never run a business like i went through this whole like inventory of reasons we were different and there was no way that it was going to work for her to be a leader, to teach me to be a disciple of Christ. And so we sit down and we, we order our food and like, I'm prepared. I'm, I'm just waiting for her to ask the question. And then I'm going to give her all my excuses as to, you know, no, and it's nothing to do with you. I think you're great and blah, blah, blah. But instead she goes, so I, I think you probably know what I'm going to ask you, but I need you to tell me how I go through the the decision making. She's like, I just want you to know that from the from Nashville, from that point forward, you've been on my list, off my list, on my list, off my list. And I was worried that you were going to get um, like that people were going to overlook you. And because I really think people think that you're a, a, a like, like they didn't want to approach me for some reason. And she's like, but then the Lord's okay, ask her. And then I'm like, no, Lord, I've never been married. No, Lord, she's older than me. No, Lord. <laughs> I've, she's like, she has a business. Like I I've never run a business like no Lord. Like she like refuted all, like she already told me right then that she had a conversation with the Lord about every reason that I was going to tell her no. And I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'm in. Like, <laughs> like to, me, awesome. to me, that was the sign. Like she, like we both were on the same, we were thinking the same thing. This is not going to work because of all the same, all the same excuses. And she laid them out before I had a chance to lay them out. And they were the same. And I'm like, this is of the Lord. And so I said, yes. And I do not regret a day of it. It was the most amazing experience for me. Um, I grew so much. Um, I learned so much from her. So she's listening. Like she's way better than she ever thought she was going to be as a disciple maker. Yeah. She's awesome. Come on. So we find ourselves, you like you're being discipled by Kelly. How long did you walk with Kelly? From August to November the next year. So 14, 15 months. Okay. And so is it, when were you released? Like the week before uh, Thanksgiving, in November of 19. Uh, 2019. So you've been Mm -hmm. released in 2019. Mm -hmm. And so in this process, what was the biggest, what was your biggest transformation in the process of being discipled that the Lord walked you through? Trusting my husband. Instead of trusting myself above my husband. Mm. Um, and, and a lot of it had to do um, with some, some business dealings that we had. And um, I didn't trust the way that my husband was handling. And I didn't recognize it that I didn't trust him. And it's crazy because once I started trusting him, like things just started happening. And, and some of them were painful, but they were so good. 
and I, I just remember him like I it was always me wanting something against our business partner like if he wanted I didn't and I don't know why like I, I don't I still don't understand and and I remember at one time like I was telling Kelly about it and she's like do you trust Travis I'm like well, well yeah she's like are you sure I'm like I think so She's like, why don't you trust him to handle the business dealings? Mm. And I'm like, well, I want him to do it the way I want him to do it, <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and so, but I don't think I had recognized it. And so like the, the circles have been really big for me because they identify my sin a lot of times. Like I, I don't see them. And then Kelly starts asking questions like, oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> so, um, so that for, for me, and, and I don't think I even went into discipleship looking for that because I thought I trusted my husband. Like I trust him with my life. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know that he would take a bullet for me. I know that with, with my, like everything I have, but there were certain times where I'm like, I, I want him to do things my way. I just don't want to tell him how to do it. And then I would get frustrated if he wouldn't do it my way, the way that I never told him that I wanted him to do it. He was just, he, he, the kind of the joke is that I'm, I quit reading minds last week. Like, that's what he has to tell me. Like, because I, I don't speak up. I just expect him to, to, to know it. And so anytime I would start to, you know, if Travis and I would have an argument or something, Kelly would like every time she's like, what's your role in this? Like, well, of course I don't have one. Like I'm the victim, can't you see? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always the victim. Um, so mm. that that for me was the biggest thing and learning to communicate through trials. Uh, learning like I'm so averse to confrontation. I hate confrontation. And every every tough thing feels like confrontation to me. And so learning to ask the tough questions and learning to give people tough scriptures um there's there's one particular instance where one of the ladies in my group um just sometimes she would just really get on my nerves she's gonna I, I love her to death and she knows this and so like I started teaching one night and um she did something and I'm like can you just be quiet for a minute and I well, that's not me you guys know that is so not me and then she's like okay and then afterwards this is how I know that disciple making is so good. Like afterwards, she's like, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, oh, great. She's going to be mad at me. And she come up to me and she's like, I just want to thank you. I'm like, what? I was just rude to you. And she said, I just want to thank you because I know how hard it is for you to speak truth into people. And I want to thank you for letting me be one of the people that you practice that come on. on. It was, I knew in that moment, I'm like, these are my people. Like I love her with everything that she is everything that I am like walking out of your apex, right? Yes. Yes. And and it's maturing. Yeah. It was, it's, it was really hard for me, um, to give her the truth. Cause I want, I want her to be like, like, can't you see what you're doing? Like, why do I have to point it out to you? Yeah. But in that, I I didn't do it gracefully. I did it effectively, but I, but those are things that I need to practice on because otherwise I'm not going to mature in my shepherd if I don't practice them to do them with grace and effect like to be more effective and efficient with them. Come on, Lori. Yeah. So it was it was really good. I love it. So communication, I think, is probably the thing that's come out. 
the most. Heck yeah. yeah. So Travis, during this, I guess she's being decided by Kelly. You're discipling men. Yes. Right? So, so are these on separate? So explain this to me really fast. So what night are you discipling guys in your home? So I'm a, I'm a Tuesday night guy. We, we still do Tuesday nights or that, or we were in that group. So we were still walking. I was walking with guys on Tuesday nights and then Lori's going to Kelly's on Wednesday night. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, like we're, we're, you know, a couple nights a week we're, yeah, we're, we're shifting the house around. And so Lori's going to Kelly's and then like, um, like there's a couple of things I was like, so in, in 2019, so like summer of 2019 before the season of rest, the, like, you know, you guys know, like we talked about this some and, like for those that don't that don't know, like we take these seasons of ministry where we, where like we pour everything out, right, and then we pull back, like when we take these seasons of rest or these. And so like, like the kind of the rhythm has been lately that was like four months on, two months off, four months on, two months off, and so we're kind of going through that. And so in in the in the spring of 2019, we're modeling what Jesus is doing. We're modeling what Jesus is doing. Yeah, we yeah. see him do it with his men. Like you see him retreat back to his home base at Capernaum. Like you see Jesus retreat with his men, and like they go and rest. So sorry, Travis. Go ahead. No, that's exactly right. Like we don't we don't make any of this stuff up, right? Like we get it from the Word. Like we we see Jesus doing it, and we do everything we can to do it. Like right, that's what we're doing, and so, um, and and we're, and when we do these things, like we see the Lord meet us in it, and so, like in the in the spring of nineteen, um, Lori's walking with Kelly. Um, I'm, I'm getting close to releasing the group of men. Like I've been walking with them a year and a half. Like I'm, I'm a little slower at making disciples because like the Lord, like what you know is it, when you, um, when you walk through a group and you've been released and then you get your first group, you really realize that like you had no idea what you were learning. So you have, <laughs> men, yeah. you have men, men or women around your table. And then you're like, Oh, this is what you meant when you were trying to teach me this. So like, I'm a slow learner. And so the Lord is, the Lord is gracious with me. And so he's teaching me with these men how to really be and how to really make this. Right. So like, I got this great group of men around me. It's the spring of 2019. My son, Tucker, who hadn't made Jesus Lord yet. Um, you know, that'll, that's his story to, to share all that, how that played out. But like he starts, um, one of my guys, Justin, um, that, that I'm walking with, um, goes to work for, Goes to uh, Tucker goes to work for Justin and his plumbing company, and during throughout the summer of nineteen, um, you know Justin's uh, who I'm discipling is uh, is working with and pouring his life into my into my son, and then in the fall of nineteen, Tucker you know he comes to makes Jesus Lord, and so like there was some significant things playing out in our household in 2019. And then like, you know, we're, we're kind of moving through this, just seeing um, like when we talk about this Brown to green organization, right. And how that, how that came about, like it's um, like, we're, we're seeing this in our lives in real time, like, like the Lord starting with me, right. And, and starting to transform me from the inside out and then, and then moving into Lori and then slowly through our entire household, like in, in all the areas, whether it be, you know, in our spiritual house, in our financial house, in our, in our, in our children, like we're seeing him restore these things that like the enemy had destroyed, like the, the things that the, that the, um, that the locusts had devoured, like the Lord is restoring these things. And so we're seeing this restoration across our entire, in, in, across our entire home because of us, you know, giving our life to Jesus and walk, not, not just making Jesus Lord, but like walking in his ways. Like we, we know like this thing about walking out the great commission, like we're, 
we've talked about this over and over, like it is a mandate, right? Like it is the calling on everyone's life who calls himself a Christian. And so as we walk in that, as we start stepping into these things that Jesus did, like we see a transformation, we see um, life in a way that like we don't see it any, anywhere else. Like it's significant. And so we're seeing this, like we, as a family, we decide like this is our purpose. And so we're seeing this play out in, in all these aspects of our lives. And so from our kids to our, to our business, like everything we have now, um, like we, we do everything we can to use every resource that we have to move every, on. every bit of our day. Like that's like, that's what we do. Like if you've, if you've been to our business, like, like we put scripture on bags, like we literally use our business as a way to like meet a physical need so that we have an opportunity to build a relationship to pour into us. We Come do. On. It's, it's what we walk out every day. Like we, we're blessed that the Lord has allowed us to play in an arena where we can give it all to him and, and he can use it all for his glory. So like it's, it's, it's what we've transferred our lives to. It's, um, and it's, man, it's like, I wouldn't give my life to anything else. Like it is, Come on. It, it is like, we, like we are seeing the, the church be restored to the hope of nations. And like, we're, we're getting to watch this play out. Like it, like, how can you not get excited about that? Because like, it's the father's grace to us that like, we get to play in this. Like he could have done it without us, or he could have left this out of it entirely, but like he allows us to sing and play in this. And it's awesome. Come on, Travis. It's significant. So there's been a, there's been a huge transformation over the last um, three years where, you know, like Travis and I both went to, like, we went to college. We got, I mean, we have bachelor's degrees. We both have master's degrees. We got good jobs. We have made some money over the years um, before we even got married, like separately. And then as mar- like married and um, like that was our purpose. We were conditioned growing up because neither one of us grew up in the church, ne- like at all. We were conditioned to graduate high school, go to college, get a good job, get married, have a family and live a life. Like that was our purpose or and then we would have little little goals within that like for for example i always had a weight loss goal like but then once you reach it then what like now because we have our identity in christ our only purpose is to make disciples come on and so the cool thing about that is you never it doesn't say to make a disciple so you're never done making disciples you never reach it's not a finite goal. You don't reach it and then turn around and say, now what? Um, like, you know, you hear people that want, I want to mar- run a marathon. So they train and they train and they train and then they run the marathon and then they look up and they're like, well, now what do I do? Right. I, I did it. I, I, I accomplished my goal because this is an infinite goal that you never reach in making disciples until one, you die or two, the Lord comes back. Like that's when it stops, Come on. you know, yeah. Um, if that's your purpose, then as long as everything else that you do in your life is with that goal in mind, then it's of the Lord. And so that that's where we have transitioned from living our lives to make money, to buy things to living our lives, to make disciples. Sometimes it takes buying things to do that. Sometimes it doesn't, it it looks like our lives look completely different than they did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true what you're saying. So when you begin to center disciple making around your life, like it begins, like everything operates around disciple making yes. and every, and every group looks different. Like Travis said earlier, like the yeah. truth is like, he said, like, I, like he was slow and making disciples. Like I would actually would, I would press, press back on that right. just a little bit because like, man, like what you said was like, 
it's not like the hare who wins the race, but it's the tor- the tortoise, yeah. right? Yeah. And the yeah. truth is like every every turtle's running its own race. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the, the races good. aren't the same because every D group is different. Like you can't compare your group with another group. You can't like I'm, I'm on my second gen, right? And so the, like, man, I love, I love my guys. And the truth is like my first group, it went a little bit quicker. Like my, like the Lord blessed me with my first group. He blessed me with both groups because both yeah. I learned a lot. And the truth is like in gen one, these guys, they, man, they were just, they were hungry to abide. And man, they begin to abide and they begin to get fired up. And gen two, like, man, like there's been a little, like some of the guys push back a little bit, but there's a little, little bit of a learning process for me in that, like walking with people and shepherding people well, like the right way. Like there's two sides of a shepherding staff. There's a hook to pull people in, and sometimes you got to beat them over the head with love, <laughs> right? With love. <laughs> so, yeah. but man, in in that though, is like every group is different. So it's not yeah. it's not even fair to compare. Like even when I say the Lord blessed me with my first group, the truth of the Lord has blessed me with both groups. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, it's not fair to compare my second gen guys to my first gen guys because people are different. Everyone's wired their own individual way. Like everyone's been like the Lord's wired the people the way He's wired them. Like that's the beauty of the apex. And allowing the APES to do what the APES does. If you're interested in the APES, check it out on Fivefold Ministries. And so, man, like in that, like it's just, it's like it's awesome when you center your life around disciple making, right? Like everything operates and and flows out of that. So it's like watching your guys' stories. It's been a really cool opportunity. And it it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it was a process. Like for me and Travis, it was like he was in, he was invited into G Group, and then he's like, okay, there's something bigger out there for me. I'm gonna quit my job. So he quits his job. Yeah. That's the immature apostle. Talking about the apex, right? But, that's the immature but, apostle. Yes. So, but, but you yeah, know, that's kind of. So, <laughs> yeah. The Lord just yeah. told me to quit my job. Like, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that happens. And then he's like, yeah. okay, well, now I need to make an income. So now we're going to do this. But it was, it was a different purpose. Like. Now it wasn't to be, to get the status of being an aerospace engineer or the status of being this really, like he is just so, so smart and that didn't matter anymore. The amount of money that he was making didn't matter anymore, but it still wasn't about making disciples. It was just more about getting closer to the Lord. And then by fall of that year, then he's trying to get, you know, he's trying to nudge me along and, and and then it, it did start becoming about making disciples and so that kind of fit into our lives a little bit it wasn't our lives but it fit in every tuesday and then it becomes your life yeah like it it, it's just like this process that doesn't happen overnight and then you look up and you're like man my whole life is about making disciples and the cool thing is like there's so many things involved in that it doesn't mean that you have a d group meeting every night of the week you know, that's, that's not what it looks like. It might look like that. I don't know, but you're going to be exhausted if that's the you're, case. You're probably going to burn out if you do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but everything you do in life is centered around, you, like you ask yourself this question. You're like, internally, is this glorifying God in, my, in the Great Commission? If it's not, then why are you doing it? Come on. It's yeah. a waste of time. It's a waste of God's time and it's a waste of your time. And it's a waste of the time of the person that you're, that you're spending it with, you know? Um, so your, your goal just needs to be, your purpose needs to be to, to have that in mind. It should, and now that's at the forefront of our mind in everything we do. I love that. That's a good word, Lori. That's a good word. I was just going to say to kind of give some encouragement to people that might be listening that, that are either pursuing this journey or, um, or already on it. I mean, there's a lot of talk about 
you know, the commitment. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be a disciple, a lot of talk about what it takes to be a disciple maker. And the thing that, that I had a great picture, there's a, a guy, Scotty Kessler, who's part of the Robert Coleman School of Disciple Making. And it, and it goes back to, to the relationship between disciple making and spiritual family, right? I mean, it's a picture of family, um, you know, worked out in a spiritual in a spiritual sense. Well, as, as many different um, parents as there are parenting styles, there are discipling styles, right? Yes. So we yeah. all have different discipling styles. And that's right. the importance of the language. We talk about the tools. That's the, that's the importance of having this language to, um, you know, to make this replicate, replicatable. Um, you know, it's like without the language, then we're all doing our own thing. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's, that's good, man. Like it's Love it. right. Like language builds culture, right? Like, like we know those things. And so like that common language is what, um, is what helps us drive that. And, and like, and you talk about that just a little bit, like the man, like spiritual family is the sweetest thing that like I get to be a part of. Like, it was cool. Like here we, you guys hear this in real time. Like I Lord didn't even remember that Stanton, like Stanton was the one taking Moix's time when she was the homeless <laughs> guy and she was like just some random yeah. guy yeah, but like, he's talking to some dude named hobo stan i don't know like but we're like like we're like we're family man like and it's like it's super sweet you know it's um it's a, it's a gift like it is a gift to us man that we get to have this this right. family you know and so like no you're good um mike you're talking about how or stanton it was you saying that um like sometimes you have to count the cost, you know, that's, it looks like it's like, it's going to be really hard. And one of the things I remember when I got the covenant from Kelly is that, Ooh, I only have to attend 90% of the meetings. Like I get a 10% <laughs> sick leave. That, like that was so like, I needed that. Cause I'm not, I'm a non-committer. Um, I always need my options up. Like what if something better comes up on Wednesday nights? And so that was, that's one of the reasons that I'm like, okay, I can do this because I can miss if something better comes up once or twice. I didn't miss a single night in 14 months. Nothing better ever came up. I literally set the, um, I just set the expectation for my girls for, for Travis. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to be gone every Wednesday. You just got to figure it out. You got to, you know, cook your own dinner, whatever. I don't, I don't care what you do. I'm leaving. And, um, I never missed a night and it like, that is the best decision. I probably, uh, maybe other than marrying Travis that i've ever Come made on, in my life so yeah so if let's, you think you can't do it you totally that. can <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you know like man and really quick i want to kind of encourage you guys too. earlier travis talked about this when we were kind of talking when his uh through his opiate addiction how man like when you begin to follow jesus right and you begin to sh- make this shift in your life and how you begin to come like become a stench in people's nostrils and like here's what jesus says and then, so he says, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. I mean, like this is the picture of spiritual family. Like this is what the Lord does. Yeah. And so for everyone you lose for the sake of following the gospel, for following Jesus to making him not just savior, because like when he's savior, not Lord, you're forming him into your image. But when he's Lord like, and savior, like you're being formed into the image of Christ. Like it's where Peter talks about being formed to the royal priesthood. And so man, in this story, Right, like what begins to happen is like the Lord begins to bless you as spiritual family as you're making disciples, man, as you're walking out the Great Commission. And it's the beauty because like as you abide in the vine, as you abide in Jesus, like you become part of the same vine. Like you'll hear us say this language all the time, like same vine. 
it's it's simply because like man the lord presses the same word on us at the same time yeah. but man like the truth is like like we abide you know yeah. it's part of being the same vine and so it's an awesome picture of how the lord so just to encourage if there's anyone that's man if you're on the fringe and that's kind of a fear of yours like like they encourage you like man the lord like everything in his word is true yeah like his promises are true and like man like he does not leave you as an orphan true mm-hmm. story come on esther mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> right right Very cool. that was awesome and so travis you're making disciples on tuesday nights Lori's walking in her group. So this is, you, you, you've recently just released these men, your gen yes. one guys. Right. And so you're, yes. you're in the current process of people of peace with your gen two guys, but really fast, man, what was the biggest thing the Lord taught you in the process of making disciples? Like, I, I think the, I think the biggest thing is like the thing that like, I'm like, I'm constantly having to, um, having to learn is that like, and, and we talked about this today again, like it's, it's a big piece for me is that, um, like when I try to, uh, when I try to use my words to, uh, to lead somebody or drive somebody to do something, um, like Travis's words have no power, right? Like they don't, they like, like if Jesus tells you, Hey, quit, quit taking opiates, right? Like he also empowers you by the spirit with everything you need to walk that out. Right. And so like my encouragement would be like, like, don't try to be the voice of the Lord for people, right? Like that, um, like that's the thing that the Lord has stopped me over and over is like, like I can't be the voice of the Lord for someone else. Right. Like, and so I have to allow the Lord to move them in his time, not in Travis's time. Like I have to trust that the Lord is in that. And like, we talked about this earlier, like when, when the Lord shows us, um, like when we're blessed enough to be able to, to recognize what someone's thing is that they're holding on to, like this, this lie in their right hand, like it doesn't always mean that like we're supposed to point that out in that moment or we're supposed to say, Hey, you need to put this down and quit doing that. Like it's wrong. Like it, like it doesn't mean that like sometimes the Lord might lead the spirit might lead you to do that. But, but, but sometimes the Lord's showing us these things. So one, we get to see that he's sovereign, right? Like we get to see that he's like, he's in control of all this so that when it comes to be like, he's like, see, I, I let you see this in advance so that you will know I'm who I say I am. Right. And then, um, and so then it all, the other, the other side of that is, is like, he shows us things that like, as we're, as we're walking these men and these women, like he shows us something that they're carrying that's a that's bondage for them. And he wants us to, to ask him, like the word says, ask, seek not. Right. Come on. So like he wants us to prayer through prayer and petition to ask him, like bring them freedom in this, like bring them revelation in this. So like, it's, it's about not just Travis's words. Like when, when I try to use my words to, to bring someone freedom, a lot of times I actually add weight to it. Like I bring, I bring more change to it. And so as I pull back and, and, and I decrease and allow the Lord to, to build up in these situations, then like I see him move in a significant way. And so like, that's the thing for me, like as a guy of, of a lot of words and that loves to direct, you know, is always directed people with my words. Like I have to pull back and let the spirit lead these things and let him make revelation. And I can't do it. Man. I mean, the word says it right here. It's, this is Paul in 1 Corinthians 4, 4, right? He says, this is how we should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, is it required of stewards that they be found faithful? But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself, for I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not hereby acquitted, equated with his Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in the darkness and will disclose the purpose of the heart. 
then each one will receive his commendation from God. Like it's like the Lord, like it's during his appointed Kairos, not ours. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's the, that's the, the Kairos is like breaking into the kingdom, right? It's like the intersection of the kingdom and and our time, right? So it's like the Lord's breaking into our lives in his time. Exactly. Your kingdom come. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. And his His will be done. Yeah. (laughs) Not in Travis's time. (laughs) Yeah. That's the hard part, right? It is the hard part. Especially because as a leader, I mean, how many times have you seen somebody else's Kairos before they, before they see it, you know? So, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, it's um, man, like we were like we were talking about this earlier, and I said, man, yeah. I, I honestly believe like it's his, it's the Lord's grace to us in this process as we make disciples because, man, there's been yeah. there's with my guys like I know the Lord will reveal to me their Kairos like six months in advance, even up to a year in advance, right? And so you see this, and to me, like here's where I think it's His grace and it's the gift to us because it starts to build a pillar of faith because like the Lord reveals it to us, like Travis yeah. says, so we can get on our knees, petition the Lord, right? So we can begin to pray. Yeah. We know how to fast for these men. Like we know how to fight for these men, right? But it's not our job to say, hey, this is where you're screwing up, right? Like this is where you're, this is why like this is happening. But man, like, but when the Lord breaks through and the Lord reveals those things to him, like your mind is blown because you're like, Lord, I remember when you told me that in the bathtub like six months ago, this is what yeah. was going on. Like I remember when he was sitting across from a table from me or she was sitting across from a table from me and she was speaking and I could hear these words coming out of her mouth. And I'm like, this is it. This is the why behind the matter. This is my observation. This is the why, right? But man, the Lord's like, hold up. Like, we let the Holy Spirit lead us. And that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit leading is like, he'll tell you when to press in and when, and when to hit pause. Yeah. And so in that moment of like, man, when it does happen, when Kairos does happen and, and here's the beauty for those who are listening, like, man, like if, if Mike Ferris tells Travis what the voice of the Lord is for Travis, like it's not going to carry any weight. Like Travis just said yeah. it, but, man, but, but when they hear the voice of the Lord from themselves, right? Like, man, not only does it build a pillar of faith in them, but it builds a pillar in faith in you because this is something the Lord has told you. Right. And, and I simply like, man, like he's told us these things simply so that we know he is God. Yeah. Right. And it carries way more weight and way more impact when they're here, the voice of the Lord for themselves. Cause they're like, man, this is what the Lord told me. Right. Like nobody told me yeah. this, like God revealed this to me. And yeah. it's the beauty, like it's the beauty of like, him, like heaven bringing through, like they're in the Lord's appointed Kairos. Right. Yeah. And so simply like, and like, I'm, I always put myself falling on my knees, like, Lord, like your kingdom come, your will be done. Like, like crash into them like an asteroid. <laughs> That's what I'm always praying. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting that in. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's a new twist. A new yeah, twist. A new on twist. <laughs> I was like, what, what chapter was that? I didn't yeah, see. No, that's just, man, like, like, like your kingdom come, man. Like, like collide, like no. collide with the earth. And so yeah. Lori, you've been released. And yes. have you, have you started group yet? Yes. You have started. We started, started the, like February 8th or like the middle of February. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We've had to meet, we've had Zoom meetings um, over this whole COVID chaos for the most part. Um, but we just started meeting again last night in our home. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. So come on. And so what's the Lord like in this process of you making disciples and, and through the process of finding people of peace, right? And so no, no, to some of our viewers don't really understand that what that means, people of peace too. So like, what did the Lord teach you in this process? Like, I, I really like to take people to lunch. <laughs> like, it's just fun for me. I'm like a social butterfly. So it, it kind of was, it almost was difficult for me to determine, like, because I like everybody. And so just because I had to learn that just because I like this person doesn't mean they're a person of peace for me. Um, like for, for one, one of the girls in my group, 
we met and we'd met like we talked several months prior and I, we discussed kind of what what disciple making was and then when we finally met and had a con- serious conversation about it i i remember that like nothing out of her mouth was about the lord and so i'm like okay lord you just showed me this isn't it but then i'm like well what's my role in this and so for the first time ever i sat across from someone and i asked what the lord was teaching them and i had never done that before and she looked at me and she said, you know what, I'm, I'm really embarrassed because I haven't been in the word as much as I would like to. And it was at that moment, I'm like, okay, th- this is the person of peace for me. I just, I need to know that I have a role in, in identifying them. I can't just walk around and expect them to jump up and say, it's me, it's me, it's me. I, I have to challenge them with something. I have to, I mean, and it doesn't even really have to be a challenge. It just says, I have to give them the ball to do something with it sometimes not always some people come you know people like me they (laughs) i'm just kidding um but but um and so that i think that knowing that i have to put myself out there and risk the uncomfortableness of someone says i don't read my bible i don't don't want to like that might happen in, in some instances and and I have to be okay with that and recognize, you know, that's my shepherd. And like, I don't, I don't want to be in that situation, but it's okay if I am. It has nothing to do with me because I'm just walking out the will of the Lord, which is to find people to disciple. And so I did that. Um, four women are in my group. I think the the hardest part is now recognizing the Kairos moment for most, mm. for most of them and the fear that ensues with having to to try and maybe walk someone through a circle yeah. right? like you know because because it's hard it's, i mean it's not always difficult it's just the um like i said a bazillion times i'm a shepherd and it's scary to think that someone might get frustrated with you for pushing into them you know i don't want anyone to feel like i felt that yeah. day in nashville even though it was good and it was like it was right but it, you know, when you're like me, that hurts. Yeah. And, and so for me, that's the biggest thing is, is knowing that, that, that it, it's time. It's time to start pressing, especially now that we're meeting again and we're not doing it on, on Zoom conference calls, you know, which there's some limitations there. A couple of my women live way out in the middle of nowhere. And so they don't have really good internet. And so they can't, they can't use video and audio at the same time. Mm. And so I can't really teach tools because they can't see the video. And then they still have kids running around in their house, which cause, you know, causes some, some issues. And it's hard to be intentional. That way. Yes, exactly. So I, I do think it, it was worthwhile to continue to meet. We got to continue. We had a lot of conversations. I did get to teach a couple of tools and, um, but man, it was awesome to have them back in my house last night. Oh, it, was, awesome. it was super, super good. I will agree with that. Even though I didn't get to be there, you know, I was there for a minute, but it was just cool yeah. to see, to see the driveway with cars and to see the women back around the table. And it was fun to be able to see that for a minute and then say, Hey, I got to get out of here. Like Tyler and I are going to go goof around and, <laughs> uh, and, and go hang out with some other spiritual family while Lori, uh, like walks out the Lord. It's just, it's good. It's, it's just a reminder that that's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? So I look forward to that time of getting back together. Yeah. Yeah. As, as well. I miss the, uh, miss the in-person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and so you made a comment, you had a friend that you had a conversation with. Did you say you realized she wasn't a person of peace? Is that, is that what happened? Were you talking about two different people or is it the same person? 
No, yeah, it was the same person. It was the same person. At the same lunch. Like, I thought she was a person of peace. And then we went, a couple of months went by. And then we had lunch where I was literally going to invite her in. And she never talked about the Lord. Mm. But I didn't ask either. Okay. And so that's when the Lord's like, um, you just need to ask her a question. Like he started pressing on me. I'm like, but but what if she says she doesn't read her Bible? Like, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that, that's that fear for me. Cause that's like, that's humili- humiliation for me that I missed, I missed it. I, I misread who she was. And, but instead the Lord's like, no, just ask her a question. And so I asked her what the Lord had been showing her. And that's when like her face just fell. She, she was like, I, I'm embarrassed to admit that I haven't been reading my Bible like I want to. Come on. And so that, like, that showed her desire. She wanted to be in the Word. And, and then that led into a pretty lengthy conversation about, about the freedom that can come from, from being in the Word and being, you know, being yeah. in disciple-making groups. So. That's why we use that language, washing with the Word, because yeah. I, we've, what we've learned through the process of making disciples is like, man, feelings and emotions are unreliable. And so yeah. like when we use, like we were talking about earlier in the Cairo circle, like washing with the word, it's like, man, but the word is true. And so it's cool hearing you that part of the story because you're like, man, if I, if you would have trusted in your feelings yes. and your emotions, you would have never asked her that question, right. but you, like you trusted in the Lord and you pressed in. And so now she's walking with you. Right. That's thinking. And that's, that that's awesome. still is my biggest struggle is that I operate off of feelings. Like yeah. feelings, feelings um, dictate everything that I do if I let them. Like I have to constantly capture it and you know, like, okay, yeah. this isn't truth, but it's yeah. good. Like I have the tools to do that. Yeah, you are. You've been I, I, yes. Come and on. I, you know, I spent the first 42 years of my life not being equipped to do that. And, you know, when feelings are good, life's good. But yeah. when feelings aren't good, like everything around me is awful. So Travis and Lori, what's one final thought that you guys kind of have for as, as people who are now, you know, leading groups and have been through it, you know, like think about the people that might be listening to this that haven't been discipled or that are that are wanting to to disciple more people kind of a final thought for them like for for the people that are wanting to be discipled the final thought like for me like the best advice i could give you is be patient because there will there's an order to things and there is an appointed time for things and just because you're not in a disciple making group now sometimes that means because the right disciple leader isn't available for you right now um sometimes it means like in my case I wasn't prepared to lay my life down to be part of a disciple making group. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared in the beginning when I thought I was good enough to be in a disciple making group. It had nothing to do with that and everything to do with it wasn't the Lord's appointed time for me to be in one. So just, just know that, that it has nothing to do with your worth or your, um, where the Lord thinks you are. It has everything to do with where the Lord wants you to be. So Yeah, that's good. So like that for me, I'm I'm like I'm thinking like if you're if if you want to be discipled, like in your like you're building a relationship with the Lord and you want to know more about that or you're you're wanting to grow in that, like like make yourself available. Like seek these people out who are um who are making disciples, seek these people out who have that relationship that you're that you're wanting. You know, they have something like what we saw in, in Moik's and what Lori saw in Kelly was that like like he had something that I want. Like it, it was real. And so like when you see those people that have something that you want, um, like that, that they have this, this fire in them, like the spirit in them, like they have this relationship with the Lord that you're like, man, this is a relationship I want. Like start seeking those people out. Like that's, 
that's what people of peace do. Like they start seeking you out. And so like, I would say you start seeking somebody out that has that relationship with the Lord, like you want. Right. And then, and then like for, um, for, for, for disciple makers or, or even, um, for those that are looking to be disciples, like, like, like it is where you find your life. Like the word, the word is completely true. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Like, I think there is, there's joy in everything that Lori and I talk about. Like we've walked through some really hard things, but like, man, we have found our life. Like we, we have found our, my, our purpose. Um, we've found the kind of freedom that like you cannot find, um, anywhere else in the world. Like I've chased everything that I could to find that kind of joy and that kind of freedom and all kinds of good things and bad things. And nothing can even come close to compare to what finding my life in Jesus has made and has done for me. And so like, I would say that would be my encouragement. This is where you will. Yeah. It will cost you everything, but you will find your life in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love it. So, Lori, thank you for joining us this evening. I really appreciate it. I love it. Like, I love the story. Thank Travis, thank you for sharing your story. And so, Lori, like, we always let the guests of honor. We always ask them to pray us out. So, we do the honors and pray us out. What? <laughs> okay, I will. Heavenly Father, I just um, thank you so much for the time we got to spend together tonight. I thank you for the listeners. I thank you um, for any impression that we are able to make on them using your word and, and the things that you have done in our lives, Lord. Um, bless these men that are operating this awesome podcast, and I pray that it it um, it just it transcends the world, Lord, and, and then everyone gets an opportunity to hear your word in some shape or form, Lord. Um, we just ask these things in, in your son's name. Amen. 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 So um, our next episode, we're going to be interviewing Travis's, one of his guys of his Gen 1 group, Justin Gentry, a.k.a. Wolverine. So it's really exciting. Like, man, Justin's on fire for the things of the Lord. Man, he's on fire for the things of the kingdom. So, yeah, definitely check it out. So thank you for listening to us and grace and peace. Grace and peace.